Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Good afternoon and welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Eileen Gaffin, your host of Reputation and Influence. And our topic today is Simple Ways to Find Meaning and Purpose. Our guest today is Dr. Amy Stark. She's a clinical psychologist, and she's best known for her work with children in high-conflict divorce situations. Dr. Stark is the author of a series of books on self-esteem, and her new book is called You Are More Than, A Primer for Finding Light in Your Heart. It focuses on finding meaning and purpose in life, and while it's written for children, it's fast becoming a guide for adults, too who are struggling to develop a meaningful life. It's my pleasure to welcome Amy. Good afternoon, Dr. Amy Stark. Good afternoon. We're so happy to have you here. This is a very serious topic, and um, I know I said simple ways to find meaning and purpose, but as you're going to talk to us today, I think that a lot of people will find that they're able to get their arms around this. Um, First of all, I want to know, what were you observing or experiencing as a psychologist that led you to write this book? Well, I have noticed that lots of the families in my practice seem to just be floundering. They're disconnected from things around them. They're disconnected from nature. They don't even have the idea that Maybe they're here for a purpose on the planet. Maybe their life could have some meaning. Maybe they could find some way to be useful. And when I mention it, they look at me as if it's a concept they have never heard. And and I'm not sure if it's, you know, the end result of all the things we've all experienced with disconnectedness because of COVID and what we've all gone through with that, or if it's a combination of that and just the way our culture is so fast-paced with doing, you know, things every day instead of finding a way to connect and realize we're all connected to each other on a regular basis. But because of that, that led me to write something so that maybe perhaps people could begin to have a thought about it and train their children to think about it and at the same time remind themselves. Well, you mentioned the pandemic. I mean, before the pandemic, did you, did you experience that with your, um, with the work that you do and the families and the children that you, you see, I know you said you weren't sure if it was because of, but do you remember experiencing that as well? well? Yes, it was going on then too. I think it was exacerbated. It, you know, the, the, the pandemic exacerbated it where it just even got worse. And since then people seem so detached um, and it, and it really concerns me. And I, I, you know, when you ask a kid or a parent, 
gee, do you have a purpose? Is there something you're trying to accomplish? Is there something you believe in? They, they don't even know how to answer me off, uh, oftentimes. And I, I think that it's hard to go through your life without thinking there's a reason for it and there's a purpose and you're useful in some ways. And I really want to emphasize that to everyone who walks in my door and everyone I have contact with so that they can find it for themselves. Yeah, I think when I'm hearing you talk about it now, it sounds like a very deep, deep question. And I think that's why when we talk about simple ways, you, you would be surprised that you would have the type of recommendations that we're going to get into right now, um, that it doesn't have to be so deep, that there are ways that you can find connections or be connected to others. And so can you talk about that, how you can find a connection to the world around you or find your purpose? Certainly. Um, I think one of the key things is every day just taking a moment. Take a moment to sit, to breathe, to calm down, to reflect. It, It takes five minutes to do that. Think about your day. Think of something pleasant. You don't have to meditate if you're not into meditation, but just breathing and being aware of how you feel and what's going on around you is really important. Um, The second thing I really recommend and I find very meaningful is be aware of what's going on outside. It takes two minutes to look out your window and see what is the weather like? What, What are the clouds like? Are there any wild, is there any wildlife outside? Um, gee, you know, can you plant something so that you can see it grow and participate in that growing cycle that makes you feel so hopeful about life? Um, can you take just two minutes to look outside? Those are two very important, very, very basic things that everyone can do and teach their children to do just as a place to start. Um, And how how does that help find purpose and meaning? What's the connection? Well, when you realize you're connected and you look at nature and you look at, gee, here's that. I, I, for example, have a, a bluebird sanctuary outside my office and I feed the bluebirds and I interact with them and I raise monarch butterflies and I interact with them. And just that interaction brings you so back away from all the things you've been worried about all day. All the things you're worried about, because we spend a lot of time in the past and a lot of time in the future, but not a lot of time in the now. And it helps you be in the now and really, oh, and, and breathe and take just two minutes to sit outside and watch the birds and think, wow, you know, I can be calm. I can feel connected. I'm a part of all of this. And you have to remind yourself you're a part of everything and everything's a part of you. It's not that we're not all connected. We share the same sky. We share the same planet. We share the same weather conditions. We all share that. And we have to remember it's, we are connected. And what happens to one person does impact all of us in some way. And it reminds you of that when you're outside just looking at nature and going, wow, okay. So that's the first step, being aware, being calm, calming down. And the second step is to take that further and to say, wow, I am connected. How can I interact in a different way? Is there some way in which I could make a difference? 
if I look around and see something, there are so many things going on. What, what would happen if I picked one thing and said, I'm going to try and make a difference here on this one thing. And then I'm going to know I'm doing that. I'm going to feel more connected and I'm going to be connected to solution. And I'm going to know I have found one of my purposes and I can look around, see what needs to be done, take one action and know I've done something. And that makes me feel connected to all of everything around me. And that gives your life a purpose beyond the day-to-day things that you do. You know, this brings me back to um, some early pages in your new book, uh, You Are More Than. You Are More Than, um, it really gets to the heart of, and children think this and adults think this, that I am how I look. I am the house that I live in, the neighborhood I live in, the apartment I live in. You know, like you are the things you have. And you talk about that, you are more than. Can you, can you expound on that? Because what you're telling us to do is to connect outside of ourselves. And this is a very, you know, in, introspective thing that most, most kids and adults do. Yeah, it, it, I think it's important to remember we aren't what we own. We aren't the money we have. We aren't, for women, this is so important, we aren't how we look. There has to be more than that that is going on. We are that wonderful being inside that we need to stop, listen to, and realize we're a part of everything bigger. And we only get to that if we can calm down, do that breathing, think about all the things that we have around us that we enjoy, like our nature, the other things being connected to each other, our friendships, and be aware that who we are becoming as a person is a connected being who can make a difference on the planet. And it's really hard to remember to do that. And at the beginning, you have to be very mindful to know you can take your five minutes every day and have your cup of tea, your cup of coffee, and just sit and reflect and breathe and know you are here for a purpose and you are connected to the earth, to yourself, to the breathing, to everything around you, and that your being here has a purpose and makes a difference. And that is such an important thing to believe. It gives your whole life perspective and makes you feel like you are and can make a difference no matter what small little step you take every day in being the best you that you can be and being a person with a purpose and moving things forward in some positive way and helping others, looking around, seeing what needs to be done, and doing one small part of it. And it adds so much to your life. It makes you aware that you are more than all those external things. You are what goes on inside and how you connect to others and yourself and your purpose. Beautiful. And um, I want you you and all of our listeners to take a quick breath right now. Um, We're going to be right back. I'm going to take a quick moment to recognize one of our sponsors and partners, so hang on. Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, National University. National University is proud to be one of the largest private nonprofit universities founded in 1971. 
The National University mission is to provide accessible, achievable higher education to adult learners. Today, National University educates students from across the U.S. and around the globe with over 170,000 alumni worldwide. Thank you for your support, National University, and to all our sponsors and partners. We're back to Reputation and Influence, and with us today is clinical psychologist, Dr. Amy Stark. We got a beautiful overview from Dr. Stark just now on how we are a part of everything that's bigger than us. And I, I just love that and wanted to know if it's affecting people's only their home life, or is it affecting people's work life as well? What do you think in terms of um, people's disconnect? Well, I think it also connects, it connects everything. It connects all our social relationships, our family relationships, and our work relationships. Because sometimes people forget to connect on that deeper level and what it means to be a part of a team and what it means to have a purpose as a team and what it means to make sure that you at your job are making a difference and finding a difference that you can make in terms of overall interactions you have with somebody, being supportive and uplifting, having goals that you all move towards, doing something meaningful, um, doing something that you think is going to make a difference, and having good relationships while you do it because all of that is a part of the bigger picture. Not just how something looks, but the relationships you make while you're doing it. Yes, and and since you do so much work with parents and children, are you seeing that in are parents seeing this in their in their children? What can they do to help their kids? And and is it affecting social interactions for children um, in school? I think it is. I think that kids, you know. A lot of things are on the Internet and gaming, and people forget that, you know, relationships are, are, are about more than all the different kinds of things that we do. It's about more than that. It's about more than gaming. It's about more than Netflix. It's, a more, it's about more than all of those things. So it's important that people take a moment and make sure your kids are feeling connected firstly in your family to you to meaningful friendships teaching them about what that is and teaching them that all the things that occur in them are on the inside their growth their skills what is their purpose what excites and ignites them what topics make them feel like wow i really like that what do they like in school what is the thing that they like to do um, can they make a difference in small, some small way? When we teach them how to do that, it really makes a difference for them. And lots of kids can can feel like, oh, wow, okay. And they and at different developmental levels, they're going to understand this concept better. <laughs> I mean, at the beginning, yeah. it's okay. Can I help? I'm connected. I see the birds. You know, the family plants a garden. They're growing their own vegetables because we can all do that. Or or they're having a butterfly habitat to help the monarchs or they're feeding birds. They can all do that, and they can understand that in a concrete way. But as they head into seventh and eighth grade and into high school, 
when they start to look at relationships differently and it's, it's, it's more internal than external, that's when you teach them about who are they becoming, what does that mean, why are they here on this planet, why do they think they're here, what is their passion, how can they make a difference, how can they make it right now, what topic is interesting to them, what steps could they take to reach out to others in a meaningful way. And as you point that out to them, you also are teaching yourself that you need to do the same thing. And it's not like you need one more to-do list thing on your list because it can be a little small thing. Little small things matter. You know, they, they so matter. Taking time to have a conversation with someone at the grocery store. Reaching out to somebody. Like, you know, when you see women at the airport and they're struggling with their, all their stuff, their kid, their thing, their luggage, everything. And no one yeah. helps them. And everyone just walk, you know, and I always walk up to women like that and say, look, you know, can I help you? Can I help you? Can I carry something? Can I help you? You can see, you know, it takes two seconds. And even if they go, no, it's okay, someone cared and asked. Mm-hmm. And, and it's little things like that that make a tremendous difference and, remem- and remind us we're all attached and connected to each other. And it takes two seconds. And as you do it out in the world, you teach your children how to do it out in the world. And they can say to another kid on the playground or in a class or something, are you okay? Can I help you? And think what a meaningful thing. That's so powerful. And you reminded me of a story that I just saw in the past week or so on CBS Sunday Morning News. And it was a mother of a middle school boy. And she just felt that he was so internally focused. And she started suggesting a hundred different ways that he could help people. And one of the ways was, how about opening a door for people? Just start with opening a door for somebody. And the young man said, well, I can do that. And the next day when he went to school, he held the door open for someone. And then he started holding a door open everywhere he went. And he got so much back from that experience and felt so good about it that it led him to do more and more for others. And I think that's an example of what you're talking about, you know, of of teaching your children um, that it doesn't have to be complicated, that it's showing kindness to others. No, it takes two seconds to say to someone, oh, my gosh, you look wonderful today. Um, Or, oh, can I help you get that? Can I reach for something? Can I do And just talking to them, even just general, good morning, how are you? You know, when I, people when, don't I get that. Walk, yeah. when I take a walk around the morning in the morning with my dog and we go by people, I always say good morning. Doesn't matter if I know the person or not. It takes two seconds to do that. And someone go, oh, you know, they'll be on their phone because people can't seem to walk without being on their phone. And they're walking <laughs> really fast on their phone and they were like, I guess I'm not coordinated enough to do that, but. But as I'm walking, I'm not. I'm looking at nature. I'm looking around me. I'm looking at everyone. And I make a point to say, hello, how are you? Have a good day. You look particularly nice today. Um, Isn't it beautiful weather? Um, It's those little moments. Like last night when I was walking, one of my neighbors came out. Oh, Amy, hi. Spencer, hi. It's my dog. And, And he goes, look outside. There's a celestial event. Look, these two planets are close. I said, I saw them. I wondered about that. He said, oh, let's go look. And we stood on the sidewalk for a second and looked at that. And you had what a moment. Yes. Yeah. And it's, and it's those little moments that mean something. 
it's not just the big stuff we do and accomplish. It's those little moments every day that add up and make us feel we're a part of something bigger than us, that us being there matters, and that we can make a difference and impact the world around us by the little things we do. So you've given some examples of things that you do, and I want to hear more about what you do in your life to connect. Um, what's important to you? You talked about a little bit about birds and butterflies, but I, I think it goes a little deeper than that for you. Um, talk about what matters to you and how you connect to the world. Well, what matters to me is making a difference in people's lives so they can have happier, more productive lives, making people feel good about themselves, um, having people be aware, particularly the kids in my practice. I, I, I want them to be aware. It's, life is about more than the divorce conflict they find themselves in with their parents, where it takes up mm-hmm. so much of their headspace and headroom, or the conflict they had with their their somebody at school or something else. It, they give it so much headspace, there's not anything else. And they forget, gee, wow, what am I interested in? What season is it? You know, it's spring, you know, I'll be decorating for spring so everyone can see it. What, how can, what is important to you? And I'll show them, look, my, you know, I'm raising monarchs. This is important to me. This will matter because we need our pollinators. Here's what's happened to them. This is what you can do. Such a simple thing, plant milkweed. Um, you can be a part of this. You can help. Little things like that where they start to think, oh, well, but then I could do this. This is important to me. And and they we talk about simple things like saying hello, being kind to a friend, seeing someone who's not playing with anybody, inviting them to join us, making sure even adults can do that at work. If you see someone sitting alone at work eating, you could say, would you like some company? You, would, you can sit with me if you'd like. Instead of letting them be alone and, oh, they're too busy, I'm too busy, it's too much to, it takes two seconds yeah. to make a full connection to someone and change their whole perspective of the day. It's not a hard thing. You just look around, wow, what needs to be done? It takes two seconds to say, greet someone, say hi, make a positive comment, talk about being the outside, talk about what they're doing, ask them what's important to them. Because people love to talk about what's important to them when they realize, you know, that someone's willing to listen. Two seconds to to listen to how they feel, what's going on, all of those things. Those things are important to me because I like to feel that when I teach people how to do that, I have made a difference. So it's not only just what I'm doing with my personal projects, but it's what I'm doing with others to teach them to look around, have meaningful attachments and connections. Find what's important to you and set you on fire and go off in the world and do it and make a difference because it can't just be me, 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 you know, um, everything's about my selfie. It can't be that. It has to be, how do I impact those around me? And what can I say that can make people feel better? And can I have conversations with others that uplift them instead of critically judging them, putting them down, can I make sure my conversation is positive and uplifting and I'm inspiring people around me to find that in themselves because they see it and it's infectious. What about, do you see a difference between extrovert and introvert? I'm thinking of shy introverted children or introverted adults. 
Um, it might be really scary to walk up to someone you don't know. Like, that'd be the last thing you'd want to do is walk up to someone you don't know and talk to them. So are there other things that introverts can do to still be a part of the world and interact with people and connect? You can smile. It takes two seconds to smile. You can find some project worthwhile to you in your neighborhood or in a group or in an organization because when introverts have a job, they feel more comfortable because they're doing a job and they don't have to worry about the social interaction part. Mm-hmm. Um, you, can, you can take the time to listen. Um, you can write things that are positive to other people, leave them cards, do other little things that might be shyer and <laughs> quieter but still very powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, leaving somebody a flower, leaving them a, a positive note at work, leaving them something that's tangible that you can hold later, you know, a note. Handwritten Those are great note. ideas. Yeah. You know, you can hold that later and that has meaning and you take it out over and over and over and look at it because someone took the time to write it. And you can quietly do things. You can quietly volunteer your time. You can quietly help with the food bank or a nature center or something where you don't have to be a public speaker, but they need a worker bee, and you can do that. And as you do that, people get to know you because you will get comfortable and talk. Mm-hmm. So Those are great if, if suggestions. Be, yeah, and you don't have to be a, an extrovert to do that. You can still smile. Exactly. And make eye contact. <laughs> yep. Smile and eye contact and say, and sometimes people might say, it's a great day, or you could say good morning as you walk mm-hmm. by. It's not a conversation. It's just good morning. So You have things. this gorgeous book. Um, it just came out. It's called You Are More Than, A Primer for Finding Light in Your Heart. And readers are starting to share with you their thoughts about it. Um, it's on Amazon.com. And uh, what, are, what are you hearing from adults and children? Well, I'm hearing people say that they feel it's inspirational, that they feel it reminds them of what things can be like, and that it makes them think about things in a different way than before. And what's interesting is some of those comments are from adults. So it's touched people in a way that's, that's very deep and important where they realize, oh, there's something to this. There's something to this. Can I find this in myself? And they feel like maybe they need to do things to share the light in their heart. Oh. That's lovely. And it's got gorgeous watercolor illustrations. It is paperback. Um, and we have a link on the website where people are listening and streaming um, right now for this podcast. Uh, there is a link to find the book. Um, but you may want to give your website uh, address as well in case people would like to reach you personally. Sure. It's DrAmyStark.com. Okay, DrAmyStark.com. Yeah, www.AmyStark.com. Thank you, Amy. Um, Any closing thoughts that you want to leave people with? You've left a lot of ideas for people on connecting and finding purpose, but if you just had one closing thought for everyone, what would it be? Take 
two minutes at least for yourself every day to breathe, to just connect with yourself, and then look at something in the world outside of you and stop and think, how can you create some moment of connection that day? Beautiful. Thank you to Dr. Amy Stark for being our guest today. Thank you, Amy. You are very welcome. It was my pleasure to join you. Thank you. That's our show for today. A special thanks to all of our listeners, both in the U.S. and around the world, as we are an international show. And after our show today, you can listen to Women Lead Radio on any of your favorite subscription podcasts like Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google, and iHeartRadio. We are expanding quickly to a daily radio show and podcast. And until then, we will be back again for another live Women Lead Radio show on Mondays at 9 o'clock in the morning Pacific Time and Fridays 2 p.m. Pacific Time. It's been my sincere pleasure to be your host today. Remember, your reputation is our business. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.